course, the uh, file extension for these is .dir. Hey everyone, welcome back to Linux Weekly. Daily Wednesday is the first one of 2024. That's right, we survived 2023. Arbitrary time number, however you want to measure it. Anyway, we're here, we're back, we're doing stuff. Uh, maybe it's going to be an exciting year. Yeah, I'm hoping. Maybe an exciting year yeah. for Windows 11. Who knows? Maybe Plan 9 will return from outer space and take over the oh, operating ecosystem. That would cool. That that would be cool. Actually, Ven, you would have a lots of um, audio, cool audio stuff to play with if that came back to life. <laughs> Maybe Linux is going to get so mainstream. We're going to have to start gaming on BSD. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You did all the holiday stuff, though. Did you get some fun presents? Meet some I, family? I sure did. I got this cute little holiday penguin for my collection <laughs> from my brother and his fiance Maria. And it's going to go right next to me in my penguin collection. But I thought, this, this is so cute. I, I've, I don't have one like this. <laughs> It's got little earmuffs and it's got little gloves. Isn't he cute? And you got a little starship too. Oh, I sure did. So my Steve husband got me a Hot Wheels NCC 1701 uh, (laughs) ship, but it's the J.J. Abrams ship, but it's cool nonetheless. (laughs) Did it come with like um, like clip-on lens flare? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> no, but I, I guess if I keep it in the package and I tilt it just right yeah, in the sun. The like, oh, yeah. all right, there we go. Now I see it. Now I get yeah. it. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've been doing a bunch of stuff. I've been playing around um, moving a lot of stuff on the back end because one of the things I'm going to be doing in 2024 is kind of like, I don't want to say I'm starting a new project because it's not really a new project, but it's... Uh, Starting a new project is the easiest way to look at it because I, I've been looking at the uh, landscape with content creation. You know, I do a lot of stuff like interfacing Linux, but mm-hmm. when it comes down to uh, you know audio, video, content creation, benchmarking, and things like that, they all just kind of get dumped into Linux Gamecast. And when I'm searching for additional information on these things, where do you end up? You end up on like Reddit or Hey, mm-hmm. come to my dis- all this knowledge base gets memory hold. And I've been thinking about that past couple of years, let's set up a bulletin board system. I'm like, okay, I'll bring back the Linux Gamecast bulletin board system. Like, That's another thing to do. And I'm like, let's <laughs> not do that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> let's still do it. So one of the things I'm going to be doing over 2024 is setting up the interfacing Linux site, mm, which is nice. going to be its own knowledge base for, you know, Think of it as like a gamer's nexus or a level one text on a budget, but only focused for Linux. Cool. Something you might have played around with back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Gentoo. A little bit of news this week. Gentoo's going binary, man. Who saw this yeah. coming? Why is this a big deal? Well, Gentoo's always been famous for like, you got to build it yourself. You know, it was Arch before Arch. And they start out with this, you know, you probably know Gentoo Linux is your favorite open source based, you know, distribution. But um, again, you had to like get your hands dirty. You know, I still know a few people. I know Katana Steel comes to mind. He's like, I still run Gentoo and I get it. And it's great for optimization. And I was still fascinated. Um, 
that so many people still tango with Gen 2 in this modern day because I do get some strange looks from people. If you bring up, mm-hmm. hey man, you're going to have to download that from the Git repo and build it yourself. And I'm like, ew, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. But it, it still warms my heart that that community is still there. And yeah. No longer making that a requirement to get Gen 2 up and running. That's pretty neat because they're going to be pushing out these binaries for the core system and the weekly updates. So that's going to let a lot of people see how cool Portage is, mm-hmm. which is their package management system. And if you haven't played with that, you really should. Um, how many architectures are we going to get? Uh, AMD 64, right? Two? Two? Yeah. <laughs> what else are we going to get? AMD 64 and x86. Oh, but Joe, what if it's not optimized for my G- CPU? <laughs> well, then you got to build it yourself, just like the article says. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this entire post. This is, hey, this is not optimized for my CPU, to which they write, tough luck. You can still compile the packages. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, they're going to be cryptographically signed. And uh, yeah, that's happening. Things like this, things like this. I definitely want to uh, do a stream of what it is like to get a binary version of Gen 2 up and running. Yeah, definitely. That would be cool. I did, you know, when when um, the binary capability for Portage came into being, and this was years ago. I remember installing a binary. It was it was it was like XMMS or something like that, and mm. <laughs> and being very oh, this is cool. This is this is nice. But yeah, Ben, like you, I I'd, I'd played around with it years ago, you know, because it was one of the first distros of lots of online information and. Well, Gentoo um, was a community. Um, we were talking about that during Trackmania yesterday. Uh, that used to be the like resource. You know, you think about the Arch Wiki. It used to be the Gentoo Wiki. Yeah. You know, when you search Absolutely. for something, you that's where the knowledge base was, and that it got uh, obliterated and before it came back. And that's what led to like you know everything becoming you know you you were doing searches for stuff, then it would end up in because if you were using Linux like in the mid aughts, you got really good at translating from Ubuntu because Ubuntu had the knowledge base there because of the mm-hmm. forums. And you got I got yeah. really good at translating Ubuntu speak back to Red Hat or Fedora speak at the time. But now when you do searches, what do you end up getting up on the Arch Wiki? Yeah. I know. <laughs> that is what a shift. <laughs> it, it's interesting to see how stuff flows and maybe this is gonna make uh Gentoo Gentoo's gonna go mainstream in twenty twenty four. Well I'll be running. <laughs> but yeah. I, I definitely want to go back and play with it because my experience with it was getting something up and running and immediately, because then again, last time I played with Gen 2, I had a single core CPU that mm-hmm. could, you know, spinning drives that could compile stuff at the speed of smell. So it always yeah. resulted in, <laughs> I ain't got time for this. But yeah. <laughs> if you've always been that person that wanted to like squeeze out every last little bit of performance and learn about compiler flags, you're like, eh, wait, what's that? Ooh binary um that's pretty cool definitely yeah. uh we'll, we'll play around with it and we'll Big get something news. up running let's see what it takes to get steam up and running on it. oh yeah 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 <laughs> i know mm. people do it and it's possible <laughs> i know it sounds like an adventure joe bryant <laughs> yeah how do you pronounce this though because uh if we're going old school we might as well stick in the uh theme of yeah things. absolutely so this is a dir draw Durdra is actually a very cool ANSI, ASCII, and Unicode art editor for 
Unix-like OSs like Linux and Mac OS. And this is so old school and cool. DuraDraw also does animation like a traditional animation studio where you can edit the animation a frame at a time, which is awesome. It has custom themes, 256 and 16 color modes, terminal mouse input, DOS ANSI art viewing, woohoo, HTML output, and Merck color output. It even lets you control the speed of the ANSI animation by slowing it down or speeding up and not just relying on the computer speed for playback. So that is something that we didn't used to have in the old days of uh, ASCII art creators. <laughs> so that was definitely a thing. And it also supports Unicode characters, which means it runs in a modern terminal. And I actually remember Venn using both Acid Draw and The Draw in the late 80s and early 90s to create artwork and animations for my brother's Leet BBS. That, that was a thing. And I wish I had some of this functionality uh, with being able to adjust the speeds and whatnot uh, back then. But now we, we have it with Dirt Draw. Hey, man. I mean, now you can have dope hacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. And, you know, what's cool is having the ability to create old school banners and animations on a modern terminal is honestly fantastic and you can have Especially, dope and ask you with a unicorn in the background yes you can a unicorn flying in the background <laughs> but i like that linux one with text the penguin it's pretty cool there's doge oh there's bsd <laughs> yes <laughs> cute that's the bsd daemon <laughs> and, and of course the uh, file extension for these is dot dir yes i know i was looking at that like duh dir <laughs> it's dir that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do we install this? Is, is this a pip install? A uh, pip install. Oh, yeah. Install or, right. Yeah. Or you can just clone it. You can clone it from GitHub. <laughs> but we have some bad news. Mm. Aw. Well, this, this may be good news, though. No, no. This, this is soul-crushing news. <laughs> this is going to make people terribly sad. <laughs> and by that. All of our brothers and sisters out there running Windows 7 and Windows 8, you're going to need to upgrade to a newer operating system if you want to use the Steam client. This comes from PC World. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, you now are in possession of a retro gaming machine. And oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's, I just wanted to throw this in here as a reminder. Linux is a lot more user-friendly, and since you're going to be, okay, if you're the type of person who will install an operating system instead of just throwing your current PC in the, you know, bin. Yes. Maybe consider Linux, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) Gaming on Linux is good enough to where they've released a handheld console called a Steam Deck. Yes. (laughs) And that was going to be my suggestion. Why not buy a Steam Deck starting at just $349? You can have a a more modern system that you can actually play some triple game a games on <laughs> windows seven and eight let it die microsoft tries to pretend windows eight didn't happen i kind of don't blame them around that uh, yeah. but you know full support for windows seven ended back in 2020 8.1 uh ended a year ago and so you're going to get like a little nasty gram when you try to open steam steam's like uh-uh why because there's a lot of chromium inside of that and there's some patching issues and whatever but yeah. You know, it's not a small number. Uh, they said, uh, you know, it's not mm-hmm. quite 1% of 
total operating system use. And hey, Linux users, we're familiar with that not quite 1% feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the combined usage right now, Windows 7 and Windows 8, which is a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be, is at not 0.93%. So I did a bit of math. Uh, Steam averages 120 yeah. million average users. So that's over a million people still using these operating systems. And mm, I don't under, I can't imagine a situation because I, I guess kicking and screaming, you just got to go to Windows 10 if you're going to be that person. But I just want to put that little block in your ear. That's why I wanted to yeah. throw it on this show. Up next, e-ink. Yeah. We all want e-ink. E-ink's just expensive, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it, is, it is getting a lot cheaper because more devices are starting to use it. You can even get cell phones with an e-ink uh, screen on one side of them now, which is really cool. I've been wanting one of those. But this is, uh, we're talking about InkyCal version 3. It's actually a Raspberry Pi Zero W powered e-paper dashboard for your desk. But it is small and light enough to take with you when you travel. And it boasts a sleek and modern looking 7.5 inch e paper display weighs less than 150 grams and has a custom built display driver which enhances its performance and the dashboards you can have displayed are a, a calendar an image and slideshow display rss feeds weather updates stock tickers and to-do to lists modules can be configured via an easy to use web app so no programming needed and the InkyCal v3 software is using the open source GNU general public license number three and is driven by a growing community of supporters and contributors. And it can, actually can be purchased for $190 over at tindy.com. And but you have to wait till January 20th as the sellers and the creators of the InkyCal Ace Innovation Lab in Germany are on vacation. And then after that, the Inky Cow will be restocked. But what's really cool is you get a fully pre-assembled unit. It's not a kit, which includes a Raspberry Pi Zero W, a 7.5 e-paper display, a pre-flashed micro SD card, a one millimeter cable, and a slim e-paper driver board. Also, the frame and driver board are available to purchase, so you can make your own. So I think it's the best of both worlds. It comes pre-assembled, but you can also uh, start out with the, the screen and board to, to make your own if you have a Raspberry Pi Zero W sitting around. <laughs> or even being able to get your hands on one for like 190 bucks. E-Ink's uh, one of those yes, things. Yes, it's a very um, good price. Yeah, mm -hmm. the innovation with it and the price of it because it's been patent encumbered for so long. But uh, my attention has been on E-Ink monitors. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. Oh, and they—they're yeah. not anywhere. They're—they're they're close enough to where I'm starting to pay attention to them, especially some yeah. of the newer color ones. But they are ridiculously expensive. I know. Just, I know. Linus Tech Tips had reviewed one, and the, which Linus? The, Linus Tech to Linus Sebastian, <laughs> not, not not our Linus, Linus Torvalds, Linus Sebastian, and he was. I, I remember he said that the biggest problem with it is it wasn't in, enhanced for the, the display. 
Um, the refresh unlike, rates are garbage. Yeah, the fre- refresh rate was garbage, but if it was enhanced, kind of like the uh, Amazon does with their software with the Kindle, it would be much more performant. You you would need that because the Kindle <laughs> yeah. works, having that tied into the operating system. Yeah, they're doing some work in the background, definitely with that. So with like a yeah. general purpose operating system. <laughs> Hopefully, before we're um, cold little meat sticks in the ground, we'll be able to get a e-ink display and i i've always wanted one for like i know me too notes and stuff like that i have a dedicated monitor that just burns power to have google docs up and running on yeah. and i'm like it would be so much better if i and like the text rarely ever changes right and unless i'm typing yeah. something in but this is neat 190 bucks uh did they say anything where you just buy the kit by itself or yeah yeah the the if you go to tindy you and you and you search for inky cal you'll find the frame and and driver board okay uh, available separately oh Oh, okay they don't have like a build your own like build a bear type thing like here you stick this together yeah no they don't on the github page though they had the instructions on how to add the add uh the raspberry pi and and such to build the with the screen and board okay that's still a nice looking device Uh, it's it's beautiful i love the modern look with the the white um outline and then the black frame it 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 doesn't it doesn't look like a computer it looks like a piece of artwork (laughs) it's cool but i've actually i've been following this because this is version three and they've done a couple others before and i was interested then but but it's it's nice to have this one is just much more uh uh, it's more inky yeah, more inky. <laughs> it, it's it's better quality and everything. <laughs> and and they're also going to put out one with a much bigger screen. They're going to have one also with a twelve inch screen soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. When are we getting? Like I don't know, fifty. <laughs> yeah, fifty exactly. And I did, I just want to look at a what fifty inch high definition uh, letter. Hmm. Doesn't matter what letter it is. I would like to have a big one to do show notes on. So that that's maybe a module that can be created, one for like Google Drive or Google Docs, you know, or something like that. I'll get there one day. Like, yeah, I'll have more faith in that once we see things like uh, decent or affordable e-ink, like Android tablets. Yeah. Like, let's do some baby steps. Like, are these calendars mm-hmm. neat? They're neat and stuff like that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Still a good price. All this is going to be in our show notes, so you don't have to worry about uh, yes. doing it. And Pedro's determined to call it Duck Duck Going. I'm like, let it go, man. <laughs> we, we, Googling is the Kleenex of generic search terms. You know, yeah. You yeah, just apply that, uh, whatever. Like, um, But we're going to run before we do that. Hey, uh, if you like the show, like everything we got going on over here, uh, if you want to become a patron, you can get access to our super secret Discord. We got people hanging out there. Right now, chatting with us, a couple people listening to the live audio feed. Normally, we're yeah. on YouTube and everywhere else, but YouTube was just like, hey, man, we're not going to have you today. Yeah. But access to our Discord, live and uncut versions of the show, because we're going to drop into the after show. You get a podcast version of that and a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff and just early access to things I'm working on. I like to make that available. I'm definitely going to let you uh, guys and gals take a look at this NVIDIA thing, because I'm sure some people are like... Mm wait a minute and i'm like cool <laughs> let's make sure we get all of that in there and especially in the written guide because we want to make it a nice one-stop resource where people can get all their digits and bits and information and still do it wrong 
That's why there's a step zero in the video. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Everybody. Aww. Fun Yay. time. Uh, we're going to run. We're going to play some outro music. Yes. <laughs> oh, and happy new year to all our patrons Rama. and our viewers. There we go. Do I get all you watching oh. on Twitch and in chat. <laughs> Thank you to our advisors, Omegas and our Theron. And our executive producers, Barbrandt, Drummer, Hakeem, David, and our Chicago Kicks people, Super Dust Out, Empty, Blasphia, <laughs> Nubbin, Sea Monsters, Veritanuda, Justin, Hakeem, David, Darkwing, oh, Death Notes, um, Stephen B., Dirty Dean, Dodger, and Chairlings. <laughs> the ones I can't read quick enough. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry... <laughs> Mary 2024. <laughs> yeah. El Santa. He'll be back. El Santa. Yeah. All right, everybody. <laughs>